Anton closed, spun around, and swatted at Sarg. Why can't you leave me alone for just a minute? He tucked the book into a pocket hidden inside his coat, lifted his top hat, and wiped sweat from his forehead. Well, I suppose we're about done here. He smiled at the shaman. She nodded and pulled herself to the edge of her seat. Kobold hopped down from the crate and straightened out his too large clothing. This will make for a great tale for our farces and dramas booth. He smiled and bowed. I'll gather my things and be on my way. The shaman reached into her sleeve and retrieved her heart's horn, a root used to wake those in a deep slumber. As she pressed it against Madcap's nose, the ground shook so fiercely she stumbled backward from the tomb, leaving the root behind. She regained her balance and dashed toward Herlock. His eyes danced around the room. What was that? She shook her head and glanced back at Kobold, who had fallen to his knees. I'm not sure, but we need to check on the peep. The shaking returned, knocking the inkwell from the tomb and spilling it onto Kobold's hat. The little bit of ink that missed him splattered across the ground. He threw his hands into the air. Wonderful! Just what I needed! The door burst open and Roland tumbled in, clinking and clanking as he fell to his knees. With him came a series of screams echoing from the city below. Motes of dirt and dust clouded the air from the disturbance. The pirate knight rose to his knees and ran his bony hand through his raven hair. Captain King! Sir! He panted hard. Each breath forced his chest to expand, scraping the metal of his armor together. His sea-green skin gleamed with beads of sweat. He pushed up to his feet, using his normal arm, still panting. We need ye! It's all shaken! The kingdom won't hold! The shaman darted across the room and passed Roland. When she emerged outside, she stepped into one of the worst scenes since coming upon Malir's keep and discovering her people enslaved. Chaos consumed the town. Some of the smaller, weaker buildings had already collapsed, and fires burned along the main street. The ground shook again, and a small home disappeared under a cloud of dust and dirt. She placed her hand on the castle for support, but couldn't peel her gaze from the madness. Roland arrived at her side. Herlock shouldered between them, the muscles in his arms flexing as he pumped his fists open and closed. His rusty, golden armor blended with the sandstone walls, and his beard waved with each heavy exhale. What should we do? The shaman shook her head, unable to find the words to respond. A stalactite broke from the ceiling with a loud crack and crashed into one of the apothecary's farms that lined the outside of the castle's curtain walls, scattering debris and sending a small mushroom cloud into the air. Shaman! Herlock gritted his square teeth. What do we do? Roland gripped the pommel of his sword, waiting for instructions. She stepped past them both and lifted her hand for silence. Do you hear that? Herlock shook his head. I only hear people screaming. No, listen. It sounds like rushing water. She turned an ear toward the city. Her hand dropped to her side and her mouth fell open. Blue, watery creatures flooded in from the tunnel that led to the Ashcroft graveyard. They tumbled over one another in their charge toward Balderdash, their sack-like bodies roiling around from the wet blue smoke that made up their insides. Each creature waved around two thick, goopy arms that ended in clawed hands, and their mouths stretched wide and jagged.
triangular hollows sat where eyes should have been. They moved slowly, but their numbers increased each time the ground shook. Mana beasts, she whispered. Herlock leaned into her. What? Close the gates. She spun around and grabbed at Herlock's arm. Close the gates now! Herlock lunged to the top of the long staircase and cupped both of his tree-trunk-sized hands around his mouth. Close the gates! Close the gates! His voice boomed so loudly it vibrated within the shaman's chest. People stopped running around and looked up at the keep, but only until the king's voice faded. Finally, the gates began to clink shut slowly. Maybe too slowly. Chapter 2 Relief washed over the shaman when the gates banged shut. The mana beasts assaulted the farms first, cutting paths through everything they touched. Most of the people retreated behind the safety of the castle wall.